Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. It's 3.30 a.m. in the abandoned offices of Dr. Simon Orion in Beverly Hills, and you're listening to Night Call. Welcome to Night Call, a call-in show for our dystopian reality. I'm Emily Yoshida. I am in Los Angeles, as always. And with me on the other line are... Molly Lambert and... Tess Lynch. Hello. Hello. And happy plastic surgery, April, to everybody. (laughs) Happy plastic surgery, April. We're finally out of spring break. We're done with spring break. Spring break is over. (laughs) To quote the the governor of Florida or the mayor of Miami, I can't remember which, um, we are going into our new theme month about plastic surgery, but not just plastic surgery, cosmetic procedures of all kinds and and physical rebirth of all kinds, physical reinvention. Maybe that's like a good way to think about it. Um, We planned this, obviously, long ago before uh, our pandemic days, but... I still think we're pretty psyched to delve into the world of uh, cosmetic procedures for the month of April, because April is all about rebirth when you think about it. It's um, springtime. Yeah. Baby chickens hatching. Um, new faces hatching. New faces hatching. <laughs> I read peels. a story. I know I've been saying that it's a great time for the birds to take over, that the birds should do the birds right now. I read that 
birds are actually having to sing less loud now because they're not having to like scream over human beings as much anymore. What? <laughs> you, yeah, you heard me. <laughs> are they whispering? No, but normally they have to shout over traffic and over humans. And oh. now they can just sort of sing in a, a more natural tone because oh, they don't have to yell over us. I love that for them. Uh, Me they too. Sh- they I also read a story about how bird speech is just like human speech, how it like baby birds babble in the same way that human babies do and then learn all the calls and stuff. So cool. That's very cute. Um, Well, I think we all feel kind of like baby birds right now, like kind of, you know, not used to outside and blinking and covered in fluid. Um, And we can't go anywhere. We can't fly. Yeah, we'll fall out of our apartments if we try to leave. Gotta stay home and feed each other worms. Yeah. Yeah. So, plastic surgery April, cosmetic procedure April, however you want to call it, it's obviously, it's a little bit difficult right now to um, partake of any of these procedures. Although I did have the thought as as soon as this all started to really become real here, um, that it would be an incredible time to to do your your recovery from a any kind of uh, major surgical procedure. Uh, it would have been a great time to to get your nose done if that's what you wanted. Right, because um, nobody will remember what you used to look like by the time everyone gets out. Exactly. If you don't post. Yeah. But Kylie, who I'm sure will come up during this month a lot, she said that her social media absence where she was off social media the whole time she was pregnant was like a <laughs> helped her to prepare for the coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> being pregnant, like that's the only way she could envision not being on social media well, or like having like limited hid, activity. She hid in her house all the time so that there wouldn't be any photos of her pregnant the whole time. That's so deranged. Uh, yeah, it's. I've said this before, but I would like there to be a Sofia Coppola movie about this. Oh about yeah, Kylie <laughs> just wandering pregnancy. the grounds. Yeah, um, that's kind of what the new Drake video is like. He's just wandering the Winter Palace. If only we all had Winter Palaces to wander. Um, <laughs> well, um, one person got in there their injections right before the shit really hit the fan. Um, I think it's pretty well known now about Kelly Ripa's um, um, last minute coronavirus Botox session that she got, I think on Friday the 13th, which I think of is kind of, well, I think of, I now think of like the 11th as being the first, as, as like, as being like day one. Cause yeah. I, day did we've Tom discussed Hanks this. Get it. That's the it Tom, a, that's the Tom Hanks day. That's the NBA day. Yeah. We've that discussed was the day. this on here. Okay. That's the day I think. So this was like two days after that still early in all this, but still like, ooh, like I, I will be, I'm going to have a lot of radical transparency this month. Um, but, but just for starters, I did have a microderm, uh, scheduled for Friday the 13th and I canceled it. And cause I had a, a haircut and a facial on the same day. And I decided to get the haircut. Um, it was a Sophie's choice of vanity. And I think I made the right choice. Um, not that any of it matters now. <laughs> That's what's funny about it. It's like so so that people can stay groomed like while they're posting from quarantine. That's it. That's the only reason. And Martha there's Stewart, face tune for so many things yeah. too. Martha Stewart posted like an ode to all of her beauty team today 
being like, I miss getting my nails done. I miss getting my hair done. Like I miss like going to my dermatologist and just sort of being like, don't, don't try to do this. Don't try to do it yourself. (laughs) That's basically what she said. Well, Tess, you tried to do it yourself. Uh, Yeah, I don't care. I mean, that's, (laughs) this is my thing is that I, I really don't care what I look like at all at this point in my life. I'm sure I'll change back. Um, I go through phases, but yeah, I cut my bangs. No, first I cut split ends. I was outside, which was when Mm -hmm. I was talking about my, about this with my mom, she was like, but where was the mirror? And I was like, (laughs) no, there was no mirror. You just looked to nature for your cues. I looked to nature. Um, and then I did my bangs and I didn't like how I did my bangs, but I'm living with that. And then I was like, what if I just cut like an inch off my hair how hard could it be to make that look great and it turns out like a little harder than I can handle is the answer yeah. now it just flips out at the bottom you're not the only person I know who's cut bangs yeah so Elaine oh, Kahn, I always cut my own bangs I, I didn't cut them from scratch that's right crazy. well but. Elaine Kahn gave herself bangs our guest Elaine um I just think a lot of people you get the cabin fever and then you want to take it out on yourself in some way well, you want to change something. And I think that getting bangs is one of the easiest ways to make like a big change in your life. Is it like a breakup it, haircut? Because it's like a traumatic, a traumatic incident. So people are like trying to reassert control. Yeah. I think it's more just that you know that no one will see. So it doesn't really matter. Like the worst thing about cu- when you cut your own bangs and you screw them up and then you realize the next day that you have to like go to work or go to coffee and like see people and they're going to know exactly what you did, but you don't want to talk about it and neither do they, but it's like we can all acknowledge like right. it doesn't look good. We could lean into that more too. My boyfriend did a Joe Exotic mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, lo- I love it. I'm so. Into oh, you it. love it? Okay. I was, yeah. My, oh my next God, question was, yeah. how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, I, I'm so into it. I'm like, I like hate this mustaches. Oh, so I love much. mustaches. I like oh a Susie mustache. Um, but also, he was like trying to get me to give him a Travis Bickle haircut uh-huh. for as a fun <laughs> joke, and I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then, like two hours later, he's like, Are we doing it? And I was like, I don't. I don't think I can do it right now. <laughs> it's too late. Um, might yeah. happen. I mean, I think that everybody, like, I think that it's a very natural thing to want to change your appearance when, like, when out of boredom or out of, like, a seeming lack of control over anything else, you know, yeah. I feel like it's a total trope for, like, the the cutting the hair out of, out of angst in a movie, like, um, girl shaves her head or whatever. Um, it's like a very, um, it's like a trope at this point. Um yeah, but we can't all, like I I just imagine like I mean people are getting like at least at least injections like people are probably getting house calls for that, don't you think? I like think it depends on how, you have to be super super wealthy to get that right now. Well, I imagine yeah. the Kardashians have somebody on the team. But well, you were saying you thought that that Kim was like losing her <laughs> losing her face or something. In well, the I think her face always looks weird in motion because well, it's like so yeah. many different faces layered on top of each other. It just, yeah. you know, like all the Kardashian uh, surgery faces, it's like, it's made for still photographs. And whenever you right. see it in motion, it's like very uncanny. Yeah. Well, there's also the, the face that's made for photographs also just doesn't look great in real life, even yeah. still, yeah. you know, like, 
there's something that you can see what's been done. You can see which parts move and which parts don't. So it's really distracting when you're talking with someone who's had a ton of work done because you, it just jumps out at you. But in photos, it doesn't. Yeah. No, I've had a few occasions where I've like gotten lunch in Beverly Hills after a meeting or something like that. And then you see like one of the real extreme jobs come in and it's yeah. somebody like in a picture, if I saw it, like if that person was like a minor celebrity or something, I saw him in a, in like us weekly or whatever, I wouldn't think anything of their face, but in person, I'm just like, Whoa, that's not how a human normally looks. It's very, yeah, yeah. it's very much made for photographs. It's very much not made for, for face to face. Isn't that strange? Wouldn't you rather look good in life than in a picture? I guess it depends on how, like, like the ratio of, of your interactions. Like if you're somebody who people, who the vast majority of people in the world interact with via photographs or Instagram or something like that, then, then maybe you, you do, you run the calculation and it's worth it to look unnatural in person if you look ideal over these different channels. Like, I don't right. know. I mean, I think, you know, there was a moment where we crossed a threshold into like very young people getting plastic surgery, yeah. which like had always existed in some form, but I think you know, the was, joke about, I, it was Kylie, right? Like I was reading it was this. Kylie, Harper's- but like, I'm, you know, like Marilyn Monroe got a nose job when she was young. Like people get nose jobs when they're younger. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. this was more like, People doing stuff that's like traditionally was like anti-aging stuff associated Baby with like, Botox. Yeah. <laughs> Botox. Like remember when lip injections were like the joke from First Wives Club? Yeah. You know? Or it was just an Angelina Jolie thing or something like that was like, even though I don't think she even has them, but people. Would she just doesn't like, have them, but it no. was like. Everybody wanted part, her mouth or something. Well, the Kylie thing also was obviously part of like the Kardashians general thing of like appropriating uh, right. black beauty yeah. and, and whitewashing it. You gotta and get then, the like, butt and the lips and then, yeah, you're good to go. It's yeah. I mean the the Kylie stuff. I I will say we can kind of go around and maybe get into our general attitudes going into all of this. I tend to be pretty agnostic about all of it and kind of like do what thou will about plastic surgery. But I do find the stuff with like really young people, and I do find like Kylie to be pretty depressing, just because I don't know. Like I, it's such a. It's not even like a an enhancement of something that exists already. It's like getting a whole new, it's like getting a shirt, but like a shirt you have to wear all the time or something. It's like a completely <laughs> like, like it's, it has nothing to do with what she looks like. Like, right. But it's, it's yeah. like, I just feel like she's in such a weird specific greenhouse for this to happen, yeah. which is just like her mom is essentially like running a cult of which she is one of the cult members. And I was really hopeful she would be the one who would break away and be like Mm -hmm. more like Courtney, but just even more like, I don't want any part of this, you know, but obviously because everybody called her the ugly one. That was the whole thing. She was like the ugly one, especially compared to Kendall where everybody was like, Kendall's a model. just reminded me of that YA book, Jacob Have I Loved. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like your sister's perfect and you suck. And in the Kardashian economy of attention, that means like we hate you because you get the least attention. And then she got the lip injections and completely changed everything about herself yeah and became the most popular one yeah Mm -hmm. by sort of like beating kim at her own game and being like i'm like you but younger yeah 
Um, yeah, and there's something like, and she's totally rewarded for it too. It's like nobody. I mean, obviously, people are like, it. like, oh, it's so obvious that what she's gotten done, but like, she's still the most popular person, and like, I, well, I can't get a handle on even what the the appeal is of her really at I all. I think like, anyone. It's like okay, so like any like woman has had the experience of like being treated better when you're wearing makeup, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that on like a grand scale. It's like people are going to treat you better if you're hot because they think that the aura of hotness and success will like rub off on them in some way. Um, Like I feel like there have just been times in my life when there was like some kind of inflated attention for something that like had nothing to do with me where you're aware that it's like not really about you, but if you change something physically about yourself forever and then you're also like, but it's not really mine. Yeah. That just seems like a mind fuck. Yeah. yeah. I think that there's so ways. much that I, I think about that, especially with like housewives and stuff like at a certain point, I'm like, do you even still like how, like I'm talking about real housewives. Like at what point do you just not recognize yourself in the mirror? And then like, ha- like you're having a split of personality based on this other like this different looking person that you've created I don't know this is all very interesting well, I think there's people who get plastic surgery with like a specific outcome in mind you know they're like my face doesn't look the way I imagine it looking and then they like do something and it does maybe but yeah. I also think there's a type of person who's especially abetted by social media who gets addicted to plastic surgery and just getting whatever the new thing is because they're always mm-hmm. introducing new procedures that you can get yeah um, and I think those people will never be happy because it'll just never be enough. It's like you're yeah. always going to still feel bad about yourself because you're not like fixing the real problem, which is low self-esteem. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to do a brief check-in on pandemic times and then more plastic surgery. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Night Call. Um, so our listener, Brian Early, who's a public health physician who was on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, gave us a night call just to sort of fill in some of the questions we had last week about what we are allowed to do right now. Um, <laughs> so we're going to just play that and, uh, and discuss. Hi, guys. This is Dr. Brian Early in Denver. I'm calling in to respond to your coronavirus questions from last week. First off, Molly's right that delivery drivers, grocery store workers, and sanitation folks are on the front lines of the coronavirus response. They're the ones making it possible for us to practice social distancing. And frankly, by the time people are showing up at the hospital feeling sick, the horse is out of the barn. As far as takeout, restaurant workers generally have much better food handling practices than people cooking in their home, so takeout is likely very safe. And while the risk of getting coronavirus from packaging or other surfaces isn't zero, to cause disease, the viruses hanging out in the cardboard would have to survive shipping and temperature swings, get transferred to your hand, and then make it up into your eyes or the interior of your nose. That's a long hazardous trip for a virus, and much less likely than droplets from sneeze or cough making it into your airway. Instacart workers and other delivery drivers are probably at much higher risk from coronavirus than people able to remain at home. But from a population perspective, it may actually be better to expose this small number of people who can only get sick once each than having every person go to the store individually. In the same way, many clinics will choose a small number of people to do all their coronavirus testing. Um, all these high-risk workers have a right to a fair wage, though, and appropriate protection in their workplace. 
Finally, I want to emphasize the importance of doing things that support mental health, including finding ways to go outside. In fact, air currents and UV radiation from the sun probably make interactions outdoors safer than indoors, especially when keeping a good distance between people and not sharing objects. Thank you guys and stay safe out there. So I feel like we have permission to go for a walk. I'm going to say <laughs> this is my question, which is not exactly answered. So this is like more questions for either a doctor early or whomever. Now that we're all supposed to be wearing masks, not medical grade masks, mm-hmm. but um, cloth masks, should we wear those on walks? Because I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm looking for justification to not. But at the same time, I mean, people say that when um, other people are exercising, if you encounter a runner or something, you're supposed to give an extra four feet for a total of 10 feet yeah. between you. Uh, and but it, so obviously, I guess it would be safer to wear a mask, but I'm finding the mask so uncomfortable, you guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing them as much whenever I go into a store, which is very infrequently, I wear them, but they're so uncomfortable. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, my understanding is that you kind of you have to wear them if you're outside of your own environment, basically. Even walking, I think so. I mean, oh, I also man. see so many people walking. My, I tweeted about this, but my street has basically turned into like Runyon Two, which is <sighs> yeah, really annoying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many people out, and 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 I've watched the trends in in uh, social distancing and and protective gear change. And now pretty much everybody is wearing masks out there. And I don't think it's a bad idea, especially because sometimes you are on a narrower street and like, yeah. if a runner goes by, you definitely have the breeze of that person. Oh, like, it's so you. stressful, yeah. the breeze. I think yeah. it's a better safe than sorry situation and yeah. that, you know, we probably should have been normalizing wearing the masks uh, for weeks already and that we're just getting on it now, sort of par for the course of how fucked up the whole thing's been. Yeah. But I think the science is not, people just don't know fully. I read something scary yesterday that was like, oh, also maybe it's transmitted by breathing and talking. I mean, it seems clearer than it is, right? Because of the the choir. The choir thing is, is... I mean, I'm, I feel bad for all those people there, but I would say even without having read a single article about this, a choir seems like the worst place to go in a pandemic yeah. because everybody's breathing loudly, which is also known as singing. <laughs> right. Well, I think if they had just come out with stronger advice about this in the first place, yeah. and if they had erred on the side of scaring people more rather than trying to make this insane, terrifying thing seem less scary, which is like, didn't work at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We just, we should have, we should have looked at what other countries did that were successful. My mom is in a choir and she, they canceled her choir practice pretty early on. I feel like it was around that May 11th time or so, or March 11th yeah. time or yeah. something. And, but they've been doing zoom meetings. Like, I don't think they've Aww. been doing actual practice, but I think they've just Ooh. been doing it as a meetup because it was like such a big kind of social gathering too. So, yeah. which is good. But, um, hey, shout out to Emily's mom. Yeah. Big supporter of the pod. I know Hello, she's Nancy. listening right yeah. now. <laughs> While gardening. Yeah. My parents told me they talked to my great aunt. Who's like the, the last of the sort of Holocaust escapees in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Friedel. She's awesome. And she is in like a retirement home where they had to isolate everybody. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but they said they talked to her on the phone and that she was like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that to me has been like, well, if she can like be okay about it, you know, yeah, she's obviously lived yeah. through worse. So yeah, that's I mean, the attitude I'm taking to it. I am. Um, this is, this is slightly off topic, but I watched it's, it's on Criterion. I watched um, cover girl last night. It's like this Charles Vidor technicolor musical with Gene Kelly and Rita Hayworth in it like perfect fluff I was taking your cue Molly of just watching that's all I've been doing is watching musicals. musicals on TCM yeah some of them are dark too it's always fair weather is actually really cynical but it's still like cynical about television so right. it actually feels on <laughs> yeah. on brand well CoverGirl is like a 1944 like right you know peak warriors um musical and there's this whole number in it that i i posted on my twitter about rationing that i just like yes. thought was so charming because the attitude was like yeah like i don't know like i know it sucks staying in it and everything and like not being able to get certain things but if i think about doing that for like like four years or however long that the war effort was truly underway and like, you know, on, on the home front. I know all these words because I had the Molly doll, the American girl doll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we talked <laughs> about that. Got the Molly doll. Still no, got her. We but like I, I, Victory I Gardens. She had, the, I always was mad that her name was Molly because I thought she was the most boring one. Oh, no, I she know. was the best she one. She was funky and she was, she always had a scheme. She always was yeah, like. Yeah, but like if your name is Molly and you're like a nerd with glasses, you don't want Molly to like oh, also see, I be a nerd was, with glasses. See, I thought she was the coolest because she had the glasses. The glasses, uh, it was so cool to have a doll yeah. with glasses and they were really cool wire rimmed glasses. I can't yeah. believe you guys had the doll. Oh, oh, I had yeah. like so many of the dolls, and I then I re- went for yeah. The- I, I I think I had three. I had Felicity, Addie, and Molly, and now I'm also showing how uncool I am that I was totally getting these dolls when I was like older than well, I. Well, they were collectors' been. items. No, no, I- no. This was like for <laughs> for playing with dolls, and I had their bunk oh. beds and stuff. And then oh, my yeah. mom saved them and sent them to me for my daughter, and she made this big thing like. Don't give her Molly until she's old enough to appreciate her. Wow. <laughs> I was like, but the other ones, it doesn't matter. She was like, no, the Molly doll is the best doll. I didn't own the dolls, but I remember like pouring over the catalog. I did just like all the tiny stuff and looking at it and reading the books. Yeah. I've also been thinking that the Francis Hodgson Burnett books, which are like Victorian yeah. asceticism, Little yeah. Little Princess is like a mm-hmm. very good get you through hard times book because it's all all about just like going from having a lot of stuff to having nothing and and being okay about it yeah I was I was really really into Little Princess um yeah the book before the movie and then I was in a musical of Little Princess when I was like 12 Um, (laughs) can I recommend a very night call movie also that I watched on TCM yeah um I married a witch uh starring Veronica Lake and Frederick March, directed by Renee Claire. It is like very much a proto Love Witch type mm. movie. Um, and Emily, I saw you reposted Annabelle or posting that you can substitute <laughs> eggs with blood to make a cake. Annabelle, Annabelle please come on night call. Please come on night yeah. call. Share your baking <laughs> tips with us. I need to know more. <laughs> the Love it was Witch. a nice looking red velvet cake. Yeah. Yeah. I married, I married a witch is like, it's just Veronica Lake as this like, sassy like witch who just you know does a spell on this guy to make her fall in love with him uh make him fall in love with her 
but it's got a lot of weird sight gags. I just enjoyed it. It's just silly. Nice. Yeah. I- um, we, we keep meaning to talk about this every week, but I think we keep forgetting. I need to know what you guys are cooking, by the way, oh. for the pandemic cooking update. Because every time we talk about scary stuff um, with regards to the pandemic, I feel like we need to take a minute if there's anything <laughs> sure. good you've eaten to share. Definitely. Um, I Well, I, I think I shared this on the pod, but I've been going to India Sweets and Spices, which is like a local Indian grocery here in Outwater Village. And they're really sweet there. They've got, you know, everything that you need to make a shit ton of Indian food, just like mass amounts. So I think the best thing I made recently was some dal um, with a modified recipe from Chowhound. So if you want to look that up. Um, yeah, but I have like, I mean, I had everything to like really do it. So I had like the ghee, I had all the spices and everything and it was really, really good. So that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, a little, I, uh, Molly gave me potatoes. Tess and I did a barter. It was really fun. (laughs) Um, I was nervous that I had like breathed into the air and it was hanging there while you retrieved. No, it was uh, so funny. I said it was like the Jackie Brown drop off, but really it was was like Tess standing at her front door with her kids and like me standing at the curb. And then like I came forward and dropped the bag and then like ran back (laughs) and then she came forward. (laughs) (laughs) Emmett like almost went over the line and Tess was like Emmett no (laughs) he he can be you know the social distancing explaining that to like you know in particular my seven year old has been a challenge because like on walks he'll be like oh look a dog and I'm like no (laughs) Um, I have been having so much fun with these potatoes I could not find potatoes for some reason and then Molly uh, gave me some Um, and I think they're like, it's one of those weird things where it just depends on when you go to the market, I guess. Like I, I go sometimes and they have like no milk, no eggs. And then the next time I go, they have like no poultry. Um, but yeah, I was having trouble finding potatoes and then Molly gave me potatoes and I made a really good hash with fried eggs. Yeah, it was so good. So thank you, Molly. Um, I found eggs at at Cafe Tropical is running a grocery. Um, so you can get eggs there. So. Oh, but did you guys hear that they may be stopping restaurants from doing that? It makes me so upset. Why? It's because no, I did um, not read that. Yeah, Barbara Ferrer, who is I think the county health person, um, has said that because they don't have grocery licenses, they're going to start cracking down on restaurants that are um, selling groceries, which has been one of the best things. Yeah. You know, the most like resourceful and helpful. Oh, that's so that dumb. So they're not gonna. Stop grocery, stop restaurants from letting you pick up delivery just from buying groceries there. It's going to be that they they have to be preparing, like they have to be selling food that's prepared as opposed to selling no, grocery items on. or pantry. They, they items. need to it's fix insane. the law. Then they that's need to weird. make a temporary suspension of that law because there that's going to be so much waste. Then there's gonna it's be- so much waste, and it's so it's the only way that a lot of these small businesses are staying <sighs> yeah. afloat. So it's, well, just it's funny so frustrating because I've seen people being like look at how much like milk is getting wasted because it can't be like all used or delivered correctly. Basically it was just about how there's like all this food waste because yeah. the supply chain being fucked up. Yeah. But then people were like, Hey, I've got some news for you about grocery stores. <laughs> like, right. yeah. grocery they all do are... that every day. Yeah. I keep thinking that if there's one thing that we can continue to take with us from this, it would have been 
having, you know, small, like independently owned restaurants being able to sell groceries and pantry items instead of having people just rely on grocery stores. It seems like such a mutually beneficial and sustainable thing to do. So it was, I was shocked. I mean, I was like grocery lobby is cracking down. They closed down the Brentwood Farmer's Market because Catherine Schwarzenegger complained Yes. So, um, Catherine Schwarzenegger, get on the phone with Dr. Ferrer, please. I'm just like, I just, it made me kind of mad because I was like, cool, cool. Like, the mayor of LA, like, listens when, like, a famous yeah. person speaks. He does something about something. But, like, of course, so frustrating. I mean, yeah. this whole thing is, uh, it, every so often you're just like, Argh. yeah. Nobody um, smart is in charge. No. That's the problem. Like the dumbest person in the world is in charge of the country, but also like locally, most people are kind of showing their ass. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I saw this really bummer, not to make it a bummer again, but uh, there was like a picture in Las Vegas of how they put all the unhoused people in a parking lot where people were six feet of, apart in a parking lot with like no shelter oh my and god and it was like all the hey hotels guess what are all empty. of the hotels are empty yeah yeah this doesn't make any sense oh my yeah, god i mean it only makes sense if you only care about i don't even it does, yeah. still doesn't make sense no but i've been cooking a lot love to cook great way to get my mind off things i use some of those potatoes i have a whole sack of potatoes I made some baked potatoes made a pasta salad last night just because mm. I was stressed and needed a task. I love mm-hmm. pasta salad. Nice. I finally got some produce on the last trip. I was kind of just all eating, you know, canned stuff and beans. And it was funny because I had been eating, like, I guess healthy. Uh, and then one night I just, like, got some fucking ruffles or something. <laughs> and I was like, it was like a narcotic. <laughs> 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 it was crazy. I was like, oh, Turns out that, like, my body still is, like, mmm, delicious chemical. Yeah. Um, Well, I know they don't have quite the same effect, but if you guys need any beans, hit me up. I actually have a surplus of beans now after having been at zero. So I'm I'm covered on beans. It's more like (laughs) replenishing fresh stuff that is making me stressed out now. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Well, I took... I took a page out of Molly's parents' book and put my parsley. I put all of my herbs in vases, um, and it works better with some than others. I got green onions, but they didn't have their roots. Um, they were in, like, a produce basket from Little Dom's, actually. Speaking of restaurants that are doing grocery deliveries, they've been doing great produce boxes and stuff. Um, but my parsley is going great vase Ooh, style, and that was cool. totally ripped from Molly's mom's Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. My parents nice. are also hippies, so they're, like, chilling. <laughs> and my mom said something nice about, like, oh, maybe, like, the hippie ethos will come back more. Like, people will become less materialistic because of this. I was like... I hope so. Let's hope, hope so. so. But for now, back to plastic surgery, month. <laughs> after, after a quick break. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite with just two caps a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Welcome back. We were going to kick off this segment with a night email from Emily. Not me. I can't. Yes, not not Emily Yoshida. <laughs> other Emily. I can't recall who first mentioned it, but someone once pointed out that Bella Hadid, who clearly had a significant amount of facial work done, almost certainly used Carla Bruni's face as a model for her facial resculpting. It's especially apparent if you make a side-by-side comparison of pre-surgery Bella, young Carla Bruni, and then post-surgery Bella. It's also impossible not to see it once you've noticed it. Lots of love from a longtime fan, Emily. Um, th- it, this is a very striking resemblance, guys. Yeah. I went through a lot oh, of pictures. Oh, she looks exactly like Carla Bruni. Yeah. Also, my friend... 
Dinah Rankin was supposed to call in. I don't know if she did, but she wanted to report a robbery, which is that Bella Hadid stole her face. Yeah. Which is also true because she naturally does look like Bella Hadid looks like now. It's like one thing if she kind of was like, oh, I like her nose or whatever. I'd like to, I'd like that nose. But like, it seems she's met, they've met several times. Like, I think Bella has called Carla like her soul twin. Um, here's here's what I want to know. She met for the first, they met for the first time in Cannes last year. And it feels like every single picture that they take together, it just genuinely feels like something from a single white female-esque movie. Like it feels like she is actually trying to steal her face and her identity in the process. It's very odd. Right. I mean, the problem with this type of plastic surgery is that, first of all, you have to have a lot of money to do it. So Mm -hmm. that's the main problem. (laughs) But I also, like, Bella Hadid, she comes up a lot on Celeb new celeb Face um, as somebody who photoshops her pictures still, even yeah. though she keeps changing her face a little bit. She also, like, denies that she changes her face, which is fine. I feel like that's also the Kardashian strategy. They're just, like, say they didn't get anything done, but, you know, photos tell a different story. Yeah. <laughs> and... Wait. Can you explain what what Celeb Face is for? Oh yeah, Celeb Face is an Instagram account that compares people's candid photos to the versions they put on Instagram that are photoshopped. It's super interesting because you find out that all of the big influencers and like basically every famous beautiful person still photoshops their pictures into oblivion and there's a really funny one of Bella Hadid from the other day where somebody photoshopped in like a patch of grass and it looks like net art. <laughs> it's like very badly photoshopped in. I'm going to find this. Uh, it's like a, isn't it a lot or like, it's like an invite only account or it used to be. Yeah, at but least. there's a bunch of them. It's a whole cottage yeah. industry now of yeah. people that post, you know, here's a candid photo of this person. Here's what they look like online. Cause yeah, yeah one of the things about the new plastic surgery, uh, is that it is so much based on like what will it look like on a camera phone, you know? Yeah. And a lot of these people do end up getting basically the exact same face. And Bella Hadid got Carla Bruni's face. Yeah. And with that, I have to wonder because her mom, the thing about the Hadid sisters also is that their mom is like a momager, a, mom. a model yeah. momager. Yeah. For those Yolanda. Who, Yolanda. Yolanda Hadid, not Hadid anymore. Yeah, for those who watched uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she was like a super intense, awful um, momager to them. She like told Gigi she couldn't have a slice of cake. She said this thing about like, if you're hungry, just eat four almonds, which like a lot of famous people say. And then I found out it comes from some super famous wellness retreat that people all go to. Oh, weird. Yeah, where they just are, What's like, the wellness retreat called? I forget, but it's like old school. It's like the door or something. It's some hmm. um, detox wellness thing, but like one of the things is they put you on like a cleanse of where you just like drink juice and eat almonds. <laughs> yeah. But um I wonder if Yolanda was obsessed with Carla Bruni. Yeah, that's no? a, it's such a weird pull for somebody Bella's age. That's the weird mm-hmm. thing about it. I'm like, why would she be obsessed with Carla Bruni? Um, right. Yeah. Like if she was going to go to 
a 90s model, you would just assume she would go for one of like your classic supers. Yeah. You know, like it would make more sense if she was trying to morph into Cindy Crawford or something. But but don't you think that she, (laughs) that it probably had something to do with her pre-surgery, see like getting that comparison maybe once or twice and just being like, oh, if I look, no, if she someone thinks I kind nothing of like her yeah, before it's the surgery. Crazy. When you look because at what look, she looked, I looked, yeah. but I still think that like you don't just random, I don't, I don't think that it was completely like, I, I mean, I, it's hard for me to believe she was a huge Carla Bruni fan <laughs> or something like that and was like, I'll steal her face. I think it was probably that they were talking about things that they could do and maybe going like, th- th- I mean, now I'm going totally crazy and picturing a plastic surgeon who's like really an artiste or something being like, like showing a portfolio and being like, I think we could do a really good Carla Bruni oh, with you. that? It's possible, yeah. right? It's like also, bringing your picture to the salon. <laughs> yeah, I could see Yolanda doing that too. People do do that though now. Apparently, they do bring pictures from Instagram to their plastic surgeons and are like, "Make me look like this." Yeah. And the plastic surgeons are like, "I can't." That doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah. yeah, I think the but thing that's always most striking from celeb face and and those kinds of accounts is that it's not necessarily um like how things have been doctored but it's just like it's like the quality of people's skin is so telltale when they've had stuff done it's like that really kind of like there's a sheen to it that Mm -hmm. where it's just like that that stands out almost as much as the work itself where it's just like this, th- there's something that something unnatural has been going on underneath the surface here. It's very, um, but you see that with her and with, yeah, with Gigi I to mean, an extent too. But I don't the know. Whole thing, it just kind of breaks my brain a little bit because the whole thing is I'm like, well, like, you know, what are you supposed to tell people? Like, you know, just develop a good personality, work really hard, and, you know, you'll catch up to these people and at it's like, well, that's not true. Like, yeah, if, if they're getting, it's like, it is giving them current, like more currency in the world. And there was like a very scary to me thing. I saw emerge online where people were like, there's we said this before people were like, there's no such thing as ugly, like just poor. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, where yeah. I was like, well, that's your problem. It's like yeah. anybody can like, anybody <clears throat> can like exercise and learn how to put on makeup you know, there's like things yeah. people that want to do the self-improvement can do to make themselves look better if that's what you care about. But like you won't be able to compete with somebody who just has like endless reserves of money and that's their well, whole job is working on being hot. <laughs> and that's what the shift was when younger people started getting like significant work done was that it wasn't about youth anymore. It was about money. Um, right. Right. Totally. Cause, cause people that are young that have a lot of Botox, it like makes you perversely look older Yeah, in my mind. Yeah. Um, because it makes people, cause people who have a lot of Botox all have that same sort of like porcelain doll forehead thing. It just, well, it's just also, I mean, we're, we associate that we associate that kind of look with yes. older people because historically older people got yeah, it. Exactly. You know? But do you think younger people don't, they just don't know. No, I see it all the time. When when someone I know gets a significant amount of work done, I think it makes them look a lot older. But I also know that it doesn't matter at all what I think of their right. face. It's like know? every like it's just 
it's no longer to look more like a slider scale towards beauty or youth or something. It's more like to look like I had the work done to look yeah, like I to could look afford like it. You have the means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think that's the case all the time, but I think when, when it comes to like influencers and the most visible people who are getting this work done, I think, I think that that is, that's more the, and it's, I think for people who like people like us who came up more in the nineties or something and like had, I think a more in some ways less diverse, but in other ways, more diverse ideas of like what could be beautiful in terms of like beautiful celebrities and stuff. It's very oh odd. Like it's just, it's I very like at the same to, I don't know. I feel like I was just as, I felt just as afraid of like girls in Delia's catalogs, you know, just like there was still this thing of like, Oh, well some people are just like, naturally better looking than others and like what can be done about that too bad our whole like society is constructed about around telling women this is their only quality yeah you know what I always think is kind of interesting is like wondering if people get plastic surgery young so that they don't have to see how they age naturally like it's you could even maybe say that they don't care whether it prematurely ages them in a way because it takes away their body's capacity to show how it naturally would age. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives them control, you know, that it is like always kind of alarming when you get to like, I would say it probably for me around the age of 35. So just about two years ago, I was like, wow, totally different texture of my skin. Like it, it went from like, the skin of a person who was this age to the skin of a person who was a different age. And a lot of that's because I live in LA and I get a lot of sun and you know, whatever. And I didn't freak out about it so much as I just kind of observed that, Oh, I can see how I'll be in 10 years. Like I can kind of predict the trajectory. So I think in a way it can also just feel like you're taking back control and how you look becomes almost secondary to just feeling as if you've, regained control of something that that's the thing is like there's a that's the point to which I'm like also it's fine to get plastic surgery you know like yeah even like if it's for you in some way yeah well it's nobody's business I mean it's nobody's nobody's business business, what anyone does you know especially people where like obviously if it's like an expression of your gender identity like that is fine and yes I have no issues about it. It's like, the only time I ever get stressed about it is when I feel like it's like women trying to achieve something that's unachievable. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, there's like a big debate about whether or not it's feminist to do. It's, I don't. I think it's pretty obviously not very feminist. feminist. I mean, I think, I think it's not it's, even it's, on that like line of thinking. It's like not. That's not you know, the argument. There was, like, there was a whole thing of like choice feminism that was like yeah. any choice a woman makes is feminist. And I do think of it because I was thinking about like Gwyneth Paltrow's whole thing is like, you know. I eat so healthy that it's like shaming other people for being not as like healthy and, and full of energy as me, but also like I get like botulism put in my face, you know, like it's not, it's not the old hippie ethos in any way because it's like, I don't know. It has nothing to do with like, also I'm going to just like let my hair grow gray and like see what I look like. Well, I think that's like the, the, I think there are kind of two poles of how you can think about this stuff. And there's like one pole is like what I would call like 
the glow. Like when people don't talk about actually getting work done, but they're just like, like you just want a nash, a natural, fresh glow and you want to look like you didn't do anything. And like that you just are Gwyneth Paltrow and you just drink juice all day and your skin just radiates youth and you don't get wrinkles right. because of that. And then there's like the Kardashians pull, which is just like, yeah, I bought my lips. Like that's what I did. I made a choice. And I caught them. And I, right. I feel like, and I wouldn't put a value judgment on either of those. I just think that there's like, there's just like a spectrum of how people approach it where it's like, well, they're both expressing the same thing, which is like, I have money. And that's what we were saying is like, that's all it really is a signifier of. It's like, I can afford to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that's sort of like, especially like talking about this stuff now, that's like what I keep coming back to is just that, especially when we think about like, um, like uh, fictional depictions of procedures and stuff. It's like, there's so much sci-fi or like future fi um, stuff where it's just like the, the decadent rich just like doing expressive things to their faces because they can. Yeah. And like a lot of it too, I feel like is like this very like pitiful uh, portrayal like via men of what they think it's like to be an aging woman you know right. like the Brazil mm-hmm. like scene some, and stuff like that Brazil yeah. or like Sunset Boulevard yeah. you know just like oh what could be more tragic than being a woman who used to be hot and like can't be again and you know first of all it's like Norma Desmond is hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably like 35 <laughs> <laughs> if we um, learned anything from Valley of the Dolls yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I did. I, I wrote something for the newsletter about Dean Martin's nose job and some of the other famous men who got procedures that I had no idea about. About like John Wayne got a facelift because um, oh, it's yeah. not even in the vocabulary. You know, like obviously all the A-list male actors get work done, yeah. But to like admit they're getting work done and dyeing their hair like isn't masculine. So like none of them ever admit to it. Yeah. And it's not sad, even if it was like out there, it's not sad in the same way that like a woman trying to like freshen her face so that she can continue to get work is like sad. I don't know. Yeah. And Um, I like that Jane Fonda said she was going to stop getting work done because like, it's just for me with somebody like Jane Fonda, you're like, you would have looked amazing just anyway because you're Jane Fonda. Right. But I understand also how somebody who was like so hot and, you know, sold stuff based on that. also had a lot of, you know, self-esteem issues anyway, like without having been a, yeah. I think the issue is it like preys on people with low self-esteem, you know? So like, yeah. When somebody gets work done because they think it's going to like fill a hole in their soul, you just know that it won't probably. But when somebody does work done for like a financial reason, like if you're a stripper and you want to make more money by getting bigger boobs, like that is great. That makes perfect sense to me. That's like. Yeah, it depends on how you I think like everybody just everybody's body has a different use to them. And I think that's why yeah. it's hard to judge somebody getting something done versus another person getting something done is that like, I'm, I don't use my body in that way or rely on it for that thing. I'm not a person in front of a camera. I'm not a person who dances for money or anything like that. So like, it's not, it's not something that I would do. Therefore it's not a, like my 
my opinion of whether or not I would do it has nothing to do with like whether or not somebody else should. I don't know. Exactly. It always turns into like some judgy shit is the problem, you know, is like, it's because it threatens people. I I think, I also think, and this is like, this is something I feel like I'll keep coming back to is that I think that as much as, um, you know, whatever's trendy right now, having Juvederm lips or getting butt implants or whatever, like ho- however much that's prized or or idealized, I do also think the idea of like your true face is also sort of over idealized. I think it's like kind of a, it's like a fake ideal because I think that so many things can happen to a face. <laughs> like don't, like in my case, like I had an injury when I was a, a kid to my face. I got bit by a dog in the face when I was like 11 and I've had two reconstructive surgeries on my face. And so like from an early age, even before, like, you know, actually like at the prime time when you start to be super self-conscious about your looks and everything, I have not had quote unquote my, my real face or my natural face or something. And, and so I think like, I guess from an early age, that's why I kind of, started to feel like it was all kind of subjective like right there's there's not I'm there's no like normal for me to to, yeah, well, to also, you know I think beauty is subjective and that's like I think just in the way that everything has gotten more extreme constantly it's like there's also been a greater acceptance of real body types and real human looks. It does feel like the standards of beauty have also broadened in like a very necessary way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because yeah, because it's like, there is no one ideal. People like all different kinds of things. Like between the three of us, like we all like totally different things, you know, Mm -hmm. like the myth that, everyone's in competition for the same resources all the time. It's like, no, it's good that we all find different things beautiful. And what you notice about Instagram face is it's like, it does just sort of lose its appeal at a certain point. Cause it's so expected. There's never any like asymmetry. Yeah. And I think like it always comes out. Like I, I always realize that there is so much room for different ideas of beauty whenever especially like on film Twitter or something, if people just start talking about like their crushes, their celebrity crushes. And it's always so wild and all over the place what people find hot. Um, You know, like Adam Driver is like a sex symbol at this point, which is just like kind of tells you everything you need to know. Like like there's not as much as I think whatever powers that be want us to think that there's one particular kind of way for somebody to look. It's very clear that people left to their own devices like... We'll right. Find There's lots also of things a lot attractive. more leeway for men, for sure. Well, definitely. Like men, yeah. I mean, yeah. But men I get think- to have like interesting noses and be actors still. Yeah. So do women. I. I mean, I, I mean, don't know. I feel hopefully. like it's really not. It's not how it used to be. Yeah. At all. Like I, I think that there is so much more room, and I feel. I don't know. I mean, to me, I've never really. I, I really for the past like 10 years I I have let go of caring at all about how people look to to I mean not obviously there's going to be like a, a subconscious thing going on but I, I really tried to like have that be something I worked on and I feel like you very quickly realize that the subjectivity also has to do with like you know Adam Driver is very confident you know, you guys know how I feel about Adam Driver, <laughs> but he's very confident. And like, 
you know, I mean, look at Harvey Keitel. He's yeah. a very sexy man. Yeah. Like, it's like there's there's a lot of things that go into it, but you can train yourself to care less. And then when you do that, it feels tedious well, to I, be around people who really care. I think yeah. it's also like the way that that men present their standards, especially on the internet, but also just like teenage boys. It's like it scares you into being like, wow, guys only want like this super hot girl. And then like later in time, you're like, oh, everyone like ended up with a regular person. Well, yeah. And also like, I I, I think that's like, that's actually kind of like this chain reaction thing, right? It's like teenage boys have a very often stupid and limited imagination of what's hot, but that's at the same time they're projecting that on girls <laughs> who are like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to be like that. And then even if those boys grow up and have more nuanced or personal ideas of beauty, like there's still some, like we're, we're <laughs> this is all in the realm of heterosexuality, obviously, but like we're left with this sort of complex of whatever teenage boys liked. Which well, that's is, the thing too. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't think like any, most women like don't think they are beautiful, even if they are. Uh, and beautiful women are all still super, super self-conscious about something. And people who are really beautiful also get treated like objects in a way that sucks really bad. Yeah. So there's also also like huge downside. Is there anything less attractive than someone who being with someone who's tremendously vain? I mean, I've always found that to be one of the kind of least appealing characteristics that a person can have because it really boils down to like a superficial selfishness, right. you know? No, I'm grossed out by male vanity. And I remember- I'm grossed out by female vanity too. I'm I don't think it's, by, it's male. No, totally. But I, I just mean like when like the metrosexual thing happened in the 2000s and they were trying to like normalize like- like, hey, straight men, like, you should also spend a lot of money and energy caring about right. your appearance. It was like, no, no, nobody. <laughs> yes, please don't make them, like, wax themselves and put on contours on their faces. It's <laughs> Because uh, it's tedious when you grow up, like, you know, if, if you're a woman or a man who grows up kind of trying to achieve these, like, effects through makeup or, like, you know, pushing yourself to work out or plastic surgery or whatever – then you become you you hate it even more in other people maybe even you know it, because who could yeah. be in a partnership with somebody who also spent that amount of time just caring about how they look i mean i suppose it happens all the time it's probably extremely common but i just can't <laughs> imagine a happy relationship where both people were so vain well, like how do they even communicate somebody was saying this must be the most time kim and kanye have ever had to spend together continuously <laughs> if they're in the same um, are they in the same house Supposedly, and this okay. is definitely the most time Kim's ever had to spend with her kids because she was complaining <laughs> about it. And everybody, well, hey, re- look, more power to Kim. I mean, none of us have no, ever no, spent no. this no, much I understand. time about kids. <laughs> no, of course you. You're doing it other times. I think the point was like she just uses her kids as accessories, and then she had right. to like deal with their them being annoying, and was like, mm, I don't want this. <laughs> Yeah. Before we wrap up, since we just talked about Kim, I do want to point out. So when we when we opened this episode, we talked about Simon Orion um, from I don't know if I pronounce it a Piony, I think Beverly Hills. Um, um, Epion. 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 Yeah, I don't know. 
in Beverly Hills. But I do want to say that one of the crazy things about him is that he experimented with procedures on himself. And so as a result, he looks a lot like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's like he perfected it. He tried to perfect it. No, no, no. They all are turning into Kris Jenner. And yeah. that's the scariest part. Although there I was like a moment, imagine. there was a moment where Kim looked exactly like Chris, and I think she kind of moved away from it. Oh yeah, she was like, "Oh yeah, no!" Yeah, yeah. And I think it's probably like Simon Orion gave himself that face, and then he gave it to Chris Jenner, and then Chris Jenner gave it to all of her kids. <laughs> it's but like the Rona. Can you? Yes. <laughs> can you imagine being a plastic surgeon who's? messing around with your own face yes i'm gonna say i think it's a lot more common than you would like to think no no i think it's pretty but it never i never like looked at a person saw and then found out like oh he did it to himself and then i could kind of see like oh you know he probably had to correct this a million times and then he was like that's right if you're a doctor who plays god with people's faces that's uh, probably attracts a certain personality type. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, well, that will do it for us this week. We're going to be back next week and for the next several weeks with more Night Call plastic surgery content. Uh, if you have a Night Call about any cos- cosmetic procedure, any experiences, stories, conspiracies, anything like that, Give us a night call at 1240-46-NIGHT. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned for this month, so it'll it'll be good. Um, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at NightCallPod, Instagram at NightCallPodcast, and Facebook at NightCallPodcast. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review if you'd be so kind. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash nightcall where we've got bonus episodes, a newsletter, merch, all sorts of fun stuff. And yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Nightcall's executive producer is Anna Hosnier. Our producer is Joelle Smith. Our engineer is Zach McKeever. And our editor is Doug Bowen. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.